Welcome to the Liz and Catherine Talking Business Podcast. I'm Liz Carroll, a bookkeeper at Intergalactic Business Solutions. I help organizations exit business ICU. We take weaknesses and threats and turn them into opportunities and strengths, enabling our clients to move forward with business fearlessly. And I'm Catherine Manette, Sales Success Coach at Manette Sales Academy, and I help business owners unleash their sales confidence so they can convert their leads into paying customers, grow their business without feeling salesy. And welcome back to the Liz and Catherine Talking Business Podcast. And today, Liz and I have a very special guest who is the CEO and director and creative director at CKP Creative. Today's guest is Stuart George. Welcome, Stuart. Come on in. Thank you very much. Welcome. to be here. Well done. Excellent. Well, Stuart, we would like to ask you a few questions about your business and give you the opportunity as well to share with our listeners some of your tips and advice that you think would be beneficial to small business owners. Are you okay for that? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm raring to go. Let's do you, it. You were born ready. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I just want to say Stuart and I met at an online networking meeting and uh, as with Liz as well, and it was something that came up uh, two weeks ago in our previous podcast, the importance of networking and following up and making sure you, you build that relationship of no like and trust with your, with the people that you meet and you never know where it's going to take you. And Here's the perfect example. Here we are, the three of us today, all having a conversation about business and being able to support each other. So I encourage you to continue networking and following up. So today, Stuart, let me ask you your first question. Are you ready? I'm, I am still ready. I'm still ready to go. Ready. Let's do it. Excellent. So <laughs> could you tell us and tell our listeners uh, something about yourself, who you are and your business? How do you help and how do you provide service to others? in the business world. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what it's so right here behind me, <laughs> we actually uh, provide uh, digital solutions for business. Uh, and so, uh, so a little bit about myself, I am definitely a confirmed nerd. Uh, this all happened many moons ago. Um, and I tell you what, I know Liz is also a fan of, uh, of science fiction. Oh my goodness. This is so good. Uh, and so, yes, 1977, yes, I, I've got a bit of vintage about me, uh, watching Star Wars, that was it, that was the tipping point. Anything geeky, nerdy science fiction from then on, I was in. Um, and so, uh, which has uh, led us to where we are now. And so what we do is we provide branding services, all, all things to do with websites, and then wrapping it all together with a beautiful digital bow <laughs> with the digital tools and systems as well. Uh, and um, what I like to say is we create digital uh, digital ecosystems. So um, having all of those things talk and, uh, and feed into each other uh, means that you can effectively follow up. And like I've been doing this morning, is actually going through and looking at my tasks and reminders and actually going through and checking it off. Yes, absolutely. So I'm right with you, Catherine and Liz, about uh, your, your subject last time about following up. Absolutely. 
Excellent. And can you tell us a little bit more about how you got started? Well, I mean, this you haven't been doing this since you left school. This has been an evolution of business for you. Where did you start out and how did you end up at CKP or creating CKP Creative? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, we should do the, the, the wobbly lines as they go up. So if we go back, um, I, I actually started out as an electrician. Um, I actually started my business as soon as I finished and uh, got out of uh, my uh, my apprenticeship uh, and, and left my former place of employee uh, and uh, started business. And I just went, well, look, I really don't want to work for anybody else. Let's go. So I tell you what, there were many lessons, buying too much stock, investing in all the tools and trying to track down and work with people. But quickly I realized that um, uh, I, I liked to actually outsource my work. Uh, and I, I actually got in people to, I'd find the work and I'd get um, some elect qualified electricians to actually go through and do the work for me. Uh, and so literally that sort of entrepreneurial uh, concept was happening way back then. Um, I then rapidly moved through into uh, work with mobile phones way back in the day when they were changing from analog to digital. So all of that sort of interest in, in business uh, literally started as soon as I could. There's a story before that, but let's keep playing forward with this one. So, so then um, after um, uh, uh, actually touring Australia as a professional musician, that's another thing I do. Uh, and uh, so after doing that, I um, ended up in Brisbane and um, shortly after then uh, looked into how I could do something here. So there was a couple of variations of what we were doing and actually got into um, parallel doing um, production work, um, work in a recording studio, which I'm sitting in here uh, in, in our offices, and, and also as a, um, a performer working in the corporate entertainment sphere as well. So because I sing and play the saxophone. Yes, there's a lot, lots of things, <laughs> lots of things going on, lots of things that I've done, but it all comes together in a, a rich tapestry of experience. And so all of that really started in 1998 um, and um, has moved through and we've gone through lots of iterations. We had a, a focus on uh, on audio and video and photography um, and that has always been underpinned with everything digital and interconnecting everything. Um, and because of that interest, which started way back when, it's been always about how things integrate, how things talk, um, and yeah, how I can really get a business connected. Uh, and that focus started on us, and uh, and we pass on all of these learnings through to, to our clients from all of that firsthand experience way back when. Wow. So it sounds like, Stuart, that you are a bright spark. <laughs> Pardon the pun there. And connected. Uh and connected, connected. <laughs> yes uh i should just stick to my day job i'll never be a comedian um but that's fascinating and what i love uh, hearing is how you had that entrepreneurial uh spirit and drive in the early days back when you were an electrician and then you followed through with that uh, theme all the way through to you know still being an entrepreneur today with your own business so, and um, you, you you mentioned as well that you've learned a lot over that time, you know, bringing things together. And, and I like you use the word outsourcing. I'd like to drill down a little bit more about that because that's a, a, something I think a lot of um, 
business owners need to know about and learn uh, how that works and how that's worked for you. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you use outsourcing and the benefits of it? Well, well, I'll tell you what, what we've found is that you, you can't do everything. And so, um, we love working with businesses that, that don't do, uh, what we do. So, and we can bring them in and partner with them. So we've got a series of digital partners that help us do what we do. We've got a, a hosting partner. Um, we work really closely with uh, an SEO um, marketing partner as well. So for, for paid campaigns as well. Um, and any time that we that there's something asked of us, um, we will actually tap into our network as well. So it's always fantastic. And you know, uh, there you go, uh, Catherine. Same thing. Like we've been talking about. Um, some of our clients that that need that little bit of assistance on how to get their sales moving forward as well. So that's another thing. And I'll be definitely uh, uh, leveraging our connection to go through and and supply that as well. But look, and it's it's always about and leveraging. That's the thing. You can't do everything in your business. So you need to outsource things. You need to get things done. You know what? what okay, here we go. Um, Liz, can you guess what one of the first things that, that we did as a business to get things off our plate. Could you, what do you think we did? I mean, I'm thinking first of like all the registrations that you need to do, but I'm guessing you would be working on a lot of getting connected with people, like getting the word out there and all that sort of stuff. So am I on the right track? You, you're very, very close. You're very close. But guess what it was? What? All of our bookkeeping and accounting. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Bookkeeper, hello. <laughs> so that's that's my first tip. My first tip is whatever you're good at, I guarantee you it's not numbers unless you are a bookkeeper or an accountant. So find someone to do that for you. Oh, my goodness. So um, that is absolute key to, uh, to, to, to success and moving forward as well. Because there's always somebody who knows something more than you do. Uh, and uh, you don't want to fall into a trap. You don't want to fall into uh, a situation that you really can't get out of. Um, yeah. And look, cash flow, bookkeeping, nobody does it better than, than, the, uh, than the professionals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what do, you, what do you wish that you had learned before you started your business? Like you've learned... And you go, oh, I wish I knew that when I started out. What would it be? Would it be oh, the bookkeeping well, or well, something else? Well, well, it's interesting. Like it's actually to, uh, and, and learning this is trying to do everything. Uh, and I, I've, look, I've had successes and failures over the years as well. And you've got to embrace those failures. But I think um, being able to dust yourself off and just go, you've got this, you know, and understand like from catastrophic failure what's just happened you know are you uh, you know unless something has really badly happened to you physically um which you know and things do happen my goodness life throws you curveballs but you've always got yourself you've got your intellect you've got your wit you've got your drive and um in america of course um, the term they love to use is grit. So, and that goes a lot deeper. And uh, yeah, so there are some amazing readings around that too, but you've always got you, you can always do it again. Um, so, so yeah, that drive, knowing that you can do everything and that you are awesome, really, that's that's the secret. That might sound wishy-washy. It might sound, um, you know, even woo-woo, 
but it's fact. And you can dig into this uh, and read about people who have literally failed their way to success. So, and you've got to learn, learn from your failures, failures, break it down, work out what went wrong and then do it better next time, you know, and, and a little bit better every day. So that's that's just one of my tips. <laughs> yeah, and I'm with you on that one. And that's why when I teach sales skills, the first part that I teach is all about sales confidence and it is the mindset stuff. It's how do you face those, those uh, the fears? First of all, there's a lot of uh, fear because you're doing new stuff that you have to move forward through, but also the failure. As you said, Stuart, failure is inevitable in business. We have all failed. And I've heard the expression as well about fail fast, fail forward and fail often, and you'll fail your way to success. So we need to embrace that word failure and not have it as a stigma in our lives holding us back. So I love that. Um, over to you, Liz. <laughs> Sounds great. And we've probably got time for one more question in this segment. So we're doing really well. Great. Stuart, I think you've already touched on this slightly, but I'm wondering, do you have any other really cool stories of how you got into this line of business? Like I've been captivated this whole time. So going way back, like where, where things started here was um, my parents went to Hong Kong, which is the only place that you could buy technology back in the day. Well, you know, it was difficult. Um, and they came back with a VCR plugged it in, the light was flashing, they sat there going, what do we do now? And so what did I do? I went in and uh, half read the thing, and we're talking old tech, so it was super clunky. And then I, then I actually did a presentation on how you use the device. So I would have been, um, you know, quite young at the time. Uh, and And this is the thing, like that sort of understanding of technology um, applies itself to everything I've done. There's always a level of, of geek, <laughs> of that deep understanding, the technical side of things that um, that I really, really enjoy and I thrive with as well. So, uh, so, so that's it, you know, and that's the thing. I didn't enjoy climbing through roofs and doing the electrical work but I loved all of the technical aspects around that as well and, and diving deep into that. So work with your strengths. There we go. There's another tip. Work out what you're good at and move on and outsource or don't do what you're not good at. Focus on your strengths. I love that. Fantastic advice. Well, we're pretty much out of time for this segment, but we'll be right back after this to continue with the interview. Did you have any other last thoughts, Catherine? No, let's take a break for our sponsors and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, Stuart. Welcome back to the Liz and Catherine Talking Business podcast. And we are still here with Stuart George, who is the director or CEO and creative director at CKP Creative. So we've been talking a little bit about Stuart's background and what he's been learning. And I want to know a little bit more about how do you how do you get your customers? Because this is a question I get asked a lot. Catherine, how do I find customers? So for someone who's been in business for quite a while now and very successful, I'd like to learn from you. How did you get your, how did you build up your customer base and who is the best customer for you and your business? 
Well, I tell you what, like I used to say on a show years ago, I'm glad you asked because this is a really, really good topic. Now, um, sort of right along with sales, with all of these processes, you can't have all your eggs in one basket. You can't be relying on one stream for all of your clients. So uh, how I got started was literally going out and talking to people, meeting people, and then um, helping them connect. And then down the track, they'd actually come back and say, hey, you do these things, you know, give me a call. I mean, I, I literally had a, um, a, a call from um, for, for a project, which is a quite an interesting one, um, which is actually the, the Australian relaunch of the Mazda 2. Um, and I had a phone call from a, because uh, as a musician, from a fellow musician who said, hey, you do all this sort of stuff. Like, could you help me with this? I need to. I need to create um, a, a, essentially a drum kit, a sound, uh, a, a sound um, canvas, really, of all of the sounds of the Mazda 2. And then we need to put this into a, into a presentation. And it's literally going to be the Australian launch. And, you know, let's, let's talk about that because we'd been talking. I'd been sort of, you know, sharing about some of the things that, that, that we love doing, uh, knowing that we had a studio as well. And that that question came up. So it's always about connecting, meeting, um, and you know, iterating some of the interesting things you do, um, because people will remember these things as well. So be memorable. There's another tip too. So the other thing is, um, like we get our clients as a couple of lead generation sources. So so online leads come through. So that's a bit of a pay to play situation. We've also got a website which is you know, highly converting as well. And we get inquiries um, and people will find us because of some of the keywords that are in, in and around our website and what we do and what we share on social media. So there's a lot of, it's a, it's a mixture of referrals. Yes, referrals, existing clients that know what we do and how we do it. Um, external sources. And these could be from, you know, explaining to people, in your family or at events or anywhere you are about what you do and what you're interested in. And that's another source of leads too. Um, and uh, and then you've got to have the systems to knock them all in. Look, I can talk about that a lot more, but yeah, essentially that's where we get a lot of our clients through is those, is those main areas. So, and it, it show up, be present, um, talk to people and connect, whether it be online, offline, and with your static things as well, which shouldn't be static, which is your website, and be on social, get out there, because, you know, um, what it, I think uh, what Patrick Swayze said it best, you know, nobody puts baby in the corner, your business is your baby, so don't put yourself in the corner, it's ridiculous, get out there and, and, uh, and make some noise, absolutely. Excellent, so being memorable, I like that, how do you be memorable when you're out. What do you, is there anything you do specifically to be memorable or the several things that you do? Oh, well, well look, it, it's, it's, um, I, I think it's, it's be, being genuine, you know, like you can go and rehearse all the things, you know, and we've all been there. Might've been a school play. You're trying to remember lines. You're trying to remember your pitch or you're trying to do things, you know? So it, it, it's about being comfortable, being who you are, being true to you. People pick up on that. And not being afraid to 
start a conversation and getting out there. And so it's like, and being very genuinely interested in what other people do, you know, if you're in a networking situation, you know, don't make it about you, make it about them. If you get an opportunity to talk about you because the conversation circles around, fantastic. Then you can dive in. And um, yeah, so, so I think, being being aware of things that are um, that are across a few different industries, having some knowledge around lots of you know potentially different subjects that you can roll into conversations, I find that that really really helps absolutely. So that's just a a couple of things absolutely. Well, a couple, you rattled off some great ones there, so I, I took some notes. So yeah, you want um, be memorable. I love that. Uh, have your online presence. Have your website and your keywords, and I know you help a lot of people with that with your business. Uh, referrals, of course, and obviously networking to get referrals and asking people your business partnerships. I think, and that's sort of how we've met as well through networking uh, opportunities yes. um, and external sources as well. So. Uh, there was something that came to mind and I've gone out of my mind. Oh, yeah, I know what it was. Uh, something that I remember hearing was you want to be the uh, you don't want to be the most interesting person in the room. You want to be the most interested person in the room. Yes. Being interested in other people and being genuine about it. I think that sums up that memorable people will remember, you know, you for doing that because it's a gift to actually listen to someone. Uh, and a lot of people don't listen well. And so the, or if they're in a conversation, they're just listening to jump in and interrupt and to say what they want to say. And they're not focused on the person in front of them. So you raise some really good, valid, you know, key points there, Stuart, that uh, we all need to remember. So what advice would you give to small business owners out, out there listening to our show? Uh, if they're just getting started, the early days, or the first year, 18 months, maybe to two years, they're still trying to get traction. What advice would you give to those small business owners? Well, well look, I'm going to say, um, like, I've, I've been lucky enough to actually be involved in in some startup programs as well. I've been an advisor for uh, for ASBAS as well. That's um, the Australian Small Business Advisory Service. There's a mouthful. That's why they shortened it to ASBAS. Um, and and so in, in that whole advisory role, um, what I'd always say is don't overinvest, you know, take stock of what you've got. But if you are going to invest, make sure it's something that's um, looking for a good word, sturdy. <laughs> you've got to make sure that what you're building upon, the foundations that you're building upon are very, very strong. So um, I could I could go into different platforms for websites and 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 more but it's really it's a matter of don't overinvest, but make sure that if you are and whatever you're doing that it can be expanded upon um and it's not going to disappear um and i always say you know the the more time and the more money that you spend on something it's like getting a bad tattoo no one wants no regrets whether that's <laughs> tattooed on your skin or your bank account being emptied and heading in a direction you can't pivot from uh, as well and making sure that you're stay curious. You know, there's nothing, um, no better words than that stay curious, stay hungry. I'm not sure where the quote comes from. It might be a Steve Jobs one, but it really is about um, always, always listening. Like you said there as well, we've got two ears, we've got one mouth. 
So, uh, you know, apply the ratio correctly. Oh, that's perfect. I love that, you know, that you're mentioning, you know, create foundations for your business and really make that strong. That really like resonates with me. That's what I'm really working on for my whole business as well. And on that note, I'm also wondering, like, what is your goals for your business and where do you see it going in the future? Oh, well, well, I tell you what, we're constantly expanding where, um, and just with that, I've got to say it again, uh, people get sick of hearing curious, but we're always looking into um, other opportunities, how we can you know better serve our clients and so that we can be better, we can be faster. And so there's a lot of internal processes that go on. So, so we really have a strong focus on, on our own internal foundations. Um, so knowing that they're secure, we really want to keep expanding. And when we are taking on board more team members um, and, and drilling down in between some of those services that we're already offering just to be better, we really want to you know, be better at what we're doing so that we can yeah, help our clients better. And in the future, I mean, we've got the, the future is very bright. Um, our youngest is actually um, doing some work behind the scenes with our business in and around year 10. Yes, he's uh, he's right in there uh, with some some uh, coding and editing as well, and so, which, is, which is amazing. Yeah. And and, and he's right in there. We've, we're always having conversations around, um, you know, uh, and of course, you know, as soon as things and we can we can mention yes, Chat GPT. Like these conversations have been around. How could you use that? What's a good? Oh, it's just plagiarism. I can't use that. It's just a. And then you know we we have these interesting conversations. So the future I feel is very very bright because we've got somebody you know in our family who's really invested in the business as well. So you know continuing that and really creating a legacy as well. And eventually. Um, you know, doing, uh, rising up as you do, as you grow and expand, it's becoming more high level within the business, but mm -hmm. making sure that the business can move forward and support our clients that have supported us uh, by working with us all this this time as well. So sticking around, not being, you know, one of these business that just disappears, you know, it's uh, it's continuing that process. So I'm going to say it's, it's growth growth and continuing to to sink our foundations deeper um and looking towards that um you know that five-year goal is to be managing the business and uh and not so much being in the business but still being present so that you know i can do more of these sorts of amazing shows as well and uh, and help share some of all of this information that's continuing rattling around my head <laughs> does that come from the e-myth book i think gerber's e-myth myth, uh, about working in the business on the business yes in the business i think it was gerber's that is absolutely okay. that's direct directly from there i tell yeah. you what i i could list all of my reading materials you know um absolutely i've i've, I've got some things <laughs> so you know one book the e-myth e-myth revisited look it's a, it's it's a classic go back and and revisit that visit that one and the other one is um, The Road Less Stupid, which is <laughs> a classic that. title. It's, it's a great. brilliant book. So, and the, the author is actually, um, uh, he, he's the rich dad from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a very famous book that everyone knows about. Um, yeah. So look, and, I, and look, we can post a link to that in the, uh, in, the, in the show notes. And so that's actually Keith Cunningham is the author. And that is, I think that's got to be one of my favorite books 
guys, we're just about out of time now. Um, Stuart, do you have any specific offers going on at the moment you'd like to put oh, out there? Well, I tell you what, that's it. Well, once again, I uh, would love to help. So, so look, anybody watching this podcast, uh, I'm going to, uh, we'll, we'll put a link wherever mm -hmm. we can. Uh, and I, I'd love to give away um, uh, five website audits uh, mm -hmm. and an extended consultation time around that too, because you don't know what you don't know. And it's okay if you think something's working, check, you know, and make sure. And you can see some of the opportunities that can come from this too. So for um, for five um, five watchers, subscribers, viewers that are here, um, I'd love to offer, yeah, a, a complimentary website audit. And um, uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a, a fantastic way that you can understand if your website's actually working. So we'll, we'll put a link, but the... Um, uh, we'll put put a link to the uh, to the website and uh, and uh, yeah. So anybody mentioning the title of the podcast um, to put into that and yeah, lucky five people. We'd love to help. Absolutely, sounds fantastic. So everyone, don't forget to put in the title of the podcast: the Liz and Catherine Talking Business Podcast. So write those words in. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. And I was just going to say, because we need to wrap up, yep. I also have an offer. I'm, I've got a, a, a new little cheat sheet for people who are in sales that are out there selling their products. I've got the, the top five, how to handle the top five sales objections. So that's a cheat sheet that's available. That will be in the show notes as well. Liz, you want to take mm -hmm. us out? What are you offering at the moment? Yeah, well... Of course, I'm a bookkeeper. I'm offering services particularly for rescue businesses if the books have fallen behind by three months or more. So give me a call for anything like that. And I've also worked with bookkeeping in the NDIS. So I can do that sort of stuff as well. Feel free to reach out at any time. But yeah, and thanks everyone for joining us. So Thank we'll... you. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> thanks everyone thanks for coming. For having me. And we will see you next time. Bye. See Bye you for later, now. Buddy.